raw, uncut, and unapologetic. Welcome to Men Talking Mindfulness with your hosts, John McCaskill and Will Schneider. Here we focus on helping men and those with men in their lives solve some of life's complex challenges through understanding the practices of mindfulness and how they can help. Each episode is in an environment free of judgment and criticism with a focus on authenticity and inner peace. Let's dig in. We are at a very precarious time in our nation's history. We seem to be more divided than ever, being asked to choose sides, living in digital echo chambers that breed more ignorance, contempt, and division, further boxed in by profit-driven algorithms. Sometimes I get so frustrated with this current political climate that, uh, that leaves me feeling that our future is so bleak. This leads me to thoughts, of feel- thoughts and feelings like, what's the use? Um, this is someone else's problem, and I disconnect and get on with my own work. Thomas Jefferson, one of our U.S. founding fathers, reminds us every man cannot have his way in all things. If his opinion prevails at some times, he should acquiesce on seeing that of others preponderate on other times. Without this mutual disposition, we are disjointed individuals, not a society. And Jefferson also stated... If informed citizenry, what's that word, John? Citizenry. <laughs> citizenry, I guess. If citizenry. 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 <laughs> citizenry is at the heart. Informed citizenry is at the go. heart of a uh, de- uh, dynamic democracy. So, in this episode, John and I are going to act as agents of democracy, and we'll break down how mindfulness and responsiveness can help us ease our frustrations and emotional reactivity, and help us to see the, the, the greater perspective. Remembering that we, the people, we are all part of this republic, this great free nation that we all call the United States of America, meaning we are all in this together. So listen up as John and I dive in uh, into the power of meaningful and honest connection to ourselves and to your community, loving our neighbors instead of judging them based on the size of their truck or the town that they're from, being adults instead of acting like children, understanding that democracy requires compromise, and compromise requires active listening, and what is necessary together as citizens to keep steering this republic to the land of freedom, happiness, and prosperity to all. Damn. Welcome back to well, I know, right? Welcome <laughs> to Men Talking Mindfulness, everybody. John and I are really stoked about this episode. It's something we're very passionate about, as kind of what, what I've just said about uh, what's going on in our country right now. And I and we know, and that's why we're doing this episode, that mindfulness and being awake and being present and being an adult can help us steer the ship away from this like disaster that I feel like we're living in on a regular basis. Uh, so thanks for being here, John great topic today man it's good great to see you i'm excited man and um, i'm excited to see you too and a couple of announcements before we jump jump into the that uh potentially inflammatory topic but we want to keep it very neutral here between the two of us high level and uh yeah just discussing how mindfulness could come into play in in politics in general but before i do that i'm going to just jump into a couple of announcements our new merch store is finally open i'm wearing one of the new shirts men talking mindfulness podcast right here and one of the new hats the the shirt on the back of this one says strong mind strong man and uh, i i just believe that the you know the the 
typical strongman that we all envision that we actually talked about on the last show is not typically or is not actually what a strongman is. The strongman comes from having a strong mind. So that's why that's on the back of this shirt. Now, we've got the shirts, we've got hats, we've got coffee mugs, we've got tumblers and, and much more. And yes, when you log on, you're gonna see some prices that are pretty high and you're gonna get some sticker shock and hey, we wish it could be different. Uh, but that is just kind of the cost of doing print on demand. And just know that when you get something, we're not making a dime off of any of this merch. This is, the, this is us just getting some branding out there and helping to spread the awareness of the show and spreading the awareness of mindfulness in general. And that website is just mentalkingmindfulness.com forward slash shop. So that's again, mentalkingmindfulness.com forward slash shop. Now also, as we've covered a couple of times on the episode, we are looking to start doing episodes with your questions right here on the show. And what we mean by your questions is we wanna have voice memos with your voice asking the questions and then me and Will will be answering those. And those questions can be anything, you know, about mindfulness, about past episodes, about what our favorite food is, whatever you want to hear from me and Will, we would be happy to answer those on the show. We're going to at least field all the questions that come in. We may not answer them all. <laughs> so just know that. We're here for days. But, but yeah, <laughs> but hey, we're excited to start doing that. So if you'd like to have your voice on the show, please text MTM to 33777. Again, that's MTM to 33777. And then lastly, subscribe to our, our TikTok channel our ig our youtube we're going to start putting out some new stuff uh it's going to be you know original content that's not just the podcast and we want to we want to hear from you on what you want to see there too so you know if you don't want necessarily your memo on the show just send us that memo just so we know what you're looking for on our social media and if you get on any of those social media uh networks and just look for men talking mindfulness you will find us on tiktok on ig youtube and everywhere else all right, now that all out of the way, let's get into our opening practice. Man, <laughs> let's do it. Nice job. All right, so that's just gonna look like you getting comfortable, whatever is safe and comfortable for you, physically and psychologically. And then just simply bring your attention to your breath, noticing the rise and fall of your chest and belly as you breathe in and as you breathe out. Notice how the air feels as you breathe in versus how it feels as you breathe out. And we'll do one cleansing, deep, focused breath together. Begin by exhaling all your air bringing your navel to your spine, holding empty, deep breath in through your nose, filling from the bottom all the way to the top, and an extra sip at the top, hold, and release. And as you release, start to bring some movement back in, rolling your shoulders, wiggling your fingers, your toes, all right, and let's get into this mindfulness in politics. Excited to hopefully spread some mindfulness in we, in our society as we get into the political season and hope to uh, help everyone 
really get an idea of what mindfulness in politics means. Now that said, yes, we want you to be mindful when you cast your vote. Uh, you know, obviously meaning you need to educate yourself and not just cast your vote because your best friend is casting a vote that way or because you like the way that someone looks. Yeah. Yes. So you want to be mindful. You want to educate yourself as you cast that vote. And that's not just for the president. That's all along the line. Right. And, and we also encourage you to educate yourself on all the issues so that you're not just voting simply down the party line. Now, that's not necessarily the angle that we're going to talk about today, but we did want to just touch on that. We're going to be talking about right. respect and mm. compassion for our fellow human beings. And we want to discuss how being more mindful in politics um, can help us to understand one another's political perspective and how having different opinions, even having different political views, doesn't need to make us enemies as we have seen in the past few years, I would say even past few decades. Um, that there's there's definitely divisiveness here in our country, and we want to protect what we have uh, built. And yeah. we, uh, and speaking as a retired service member, definitely want to protect what we have served to. Oh, sorry, definitely want to uh, help to protect what we have served to defend. Um, yeah. So that's your freedom of choice. Uh, and your freedom to vote and the democracy that we live in. Um, but again, we have come to a, a point where I felt, we felt that this was definitely a necessary topic on the show. Um, so where do you want to start, brother? Well, I, I, based on something you said, like our differences are, is, are our strengths, John. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's not like, you know, it, it, we can't, it can't like, I mean, that er, that first quote, you know, by, you know, Je Thomas Jefferson, I put it in there. We put it in there because it's like we have to realize that that I mean, yes, we have different opinion. We have different opinions about things. But, you know, to uh, bully ourselves and bully our opinions and not taking acquiescing, as Thomas Jefferson said, and to understand and listen to other people's opinions and other people's needs. It's like that's democracy and democracy requires a hell of a lot of citizenry, right? Is that right? There you go, you citizenry. And, and civility, right? I mean, I looked oh, up the definition sure. of civility, right? And that's just being a good human being to another human being in a uh, in a society that has laws and, and has a, you know, community elements um, and things that are necessary in order for the society to thrive and not devolve into nihilism and chaos. Like there's things that we need to each of us uphold in an adult way that's required in order for what we're doing to continually run forward and not, you know, succumb to the demise of, I guess, Rome and other civilizations. Like we're at a very, very critical time right now. And um, I'm glad we're having this discussion because it's needed. It's so needed. Like sure. I feel I, I, we said the word adult a couple times in the uh -huh. intro because I'm not seeing a lot of adults out there. I'm not seeing it on the political stage or from our presidents, from our senators, from our congresspeople, from uh, even from our local officials. It's, you know, there's there's no compromise. There's no win win. There's no, you know, understanding and listening to other people's needs. And, and we're just fighting and fighting and fighting. And then, I mean, how do we have 
I, Jefferson also says, I think a little bit later, it's like, you know, I mean, how can we be enemies, John, if we're in the same republic? Like that doesn't mm-hmm. work. That just erodes uh, this incredible opportunity we have as a country to self-determine from right. the people from the people, not from an aristocracy, not from, you know, a, a, a monarchy or anything like that or a communism or something. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, I think, you know, a lot of this stems back to an episode that we've done before on having crucial conversations and yeah. in having those crucial conversations, which are defined as conversations where, you know, people have differing opinions, the, the outcome of the conversation is critical and stakes are high, um, and then um, they have high emotions, right? And that seems to be every single conversation that uh, is in the political arena, um, and we're not treating it as such. We're not treating them as crucial conversations. We're treating it as, hey, let's win the conversation, which we talked about in that episode on crucial conversations. That cannot be the goal. The goal has to be to come out of the conversation with something that, uh, is better for all parties and you can grow from it. But more often right. than not, what I see uh, in the news, what I see in, in political discussions, it is coming in to win the discussion. Right. Um, right. And, We're and like weaponizing politics, you know, yeah, weaponizing yeah, points yeah. of view instead of like trying to create discussions, instead of trying to create awareness about things that affect you know, our families that affect us personally, that affect our community. Like, you know, this is like, yeah, keep going. Yeah, well, you know, and and another thing is within that crucial conversation, you you explore others' paths, right? Like how did they get to their opinion and not stating everything as fact, right? Right. Um, uh, Stating it as how you understand it. And more Mm -hmm. often, again, more often than not, when you watch the news and there's some political um, debate or whatever, everything is being stated as fact. And nobody even wants to understand the, the other person's point of view. But when you explore others' paths, how they got to their ideals, their values, their opinions, and explore that with an open heart and you can start to understand it, then maybe there is a better chance of meeting in the middle or or some right. type of collaboration or cooperation or compromise. Um, you know, if you ask somebody who lives in inner city New York, you, versus yep. somebody who lives in, you know, out in the country, me. Ruston, Louisiana. Or, or, or yeah, Ruston, Louisiana. Or, or, or where, like, that's where I'm from. Yeah, I mean, that's where I was raised. Um, yeah, yeah, or yeah. now, you know, I live out in the country here in, in Colorado right. Springs. Right. Um, what they need, you're probably going to, the, the inner city needs are going to vary from the country needs. Uh, you know, living out in, in the, in the boonies, if you will. Um, so sure, yeah, the needs are going to differ and that's going to change the opinion. Hey, I, I need less government. Some people need more government, that kind of thing, right? Uh, I'm not saying I need less, less government yeah. or more. I'm just saying that sometimes your circumstances, almost always your circumstances are going to drive your thoughts and opinions. And yeah. If you can look at somebody else's circumstances and understand what their thoughts and opinions, how they're driven by their circumstances, then maybe we can again reach that collaboration, cooperation, and compromise that 
government should be, right? Politics should be. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. like, you know, I have uh, what well, maybe, John, we, we can kind of like kind of flow through the conversation this way and just kind of, you know, I mean, I feel like I, I made a list here, like what is lacking right now mm. in our politics? Right. And this is like, you know, from a high level, you know, mindfulness perspective, you know, and the things that I've identified and, that you know, uh, and I think a lot everyone else can kind of feel these two. It's like there's a lack of respect. There's 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 a lack of calmness that in our society when we get around politics, and I'll talk about a little bit later. Uh, we could both probably share our stories. I was at the beach on Saturday. And we got into a political discussion. It Uh-oh. got pretty. You know, it was actually it was okay. It was okay. It was respectful. It was adult. We were listening yeah, or trying to go. listen. You know, uh, but it definitely got heated and got loud, and people were coming over and talking to us too. It's fucking wild. Uh, <laughs> but you know, so I mean, I think also what's lacking also is unity listening civility flexibility compromise conversation compassion discussion maturity and uh, trust uh, which is you know uh you know and you know i think another thing john that i see a lot now is like the whole and this drives me nuts like the us versus them mentality sure you know and I, i hear people like i remember i was home a while ago uh i think before or after uh, the, the most recent presidential election and I like I was hanging with some family or all different types of political spectrum in my family and and I was uh, I kind of walked into one of my or walked into one of yeah one of my cousin's relatives houses to say hello and they're having some sort of like political you know discussion about whatever uh, about their side right and, and they just got really hush hush and they're like <laughs> oh we can't talk we, they said we can't talk now he's on the other side it's <laughs> like right what fucking side like last time I checked we're all citizens of the same republic we're all right. you know united we're all part of the, the United States, not the divided states right. of America, and it was just—I was really kind of taken back. I'm like, "Fuck, man!" If we're yeah, not, I, you know, you know, connecting and talking. Well, yeah, go ahead. Sure. I mean, the us versus them mentality, and also the assumptions that people make about which side you may or may not be on. Yeah. Right? Like, uh, I think I shared with you shared this with you a while back. Like, I, I went to the dump with my truck to dump some stuff off. And I pull up, and the and the guy at the dumps like starts talking. Hey, nice truck. Uh, yeah, the the Dems won't let you drive trucks like that anymore. And and I'm like, okay, so he's he's automatically assuming that because I drive a truck that I'm a Republican, and not only that I'm a Republican, but the fact that I am such a staunch Republican that I am going to bash the other side. That right. same day, somebody comes up and, and because I practice mindfulness and meditation, they assume that I'm a Democrat and they start talking trash about the Republicans. And I'm oh like, man, can, can people, one, not assume which side I'm on? And then two, just because I'm on one side or the other, that doesn't mean I need to bash the other, yeah. right? I can, again, as a Republican, I can sit down as a civil human being and have a conversation and understand why a Democrat thinks the way they do or vice versa. Maybe as a Democrat, I can sit down and talk to a Republican and understand why they think the way they do as a civil human being. And that's what you said, civility and compassion and flexibility, compromise, that's all lacking in these in these uh, conversations. And you know, we did an episode on, on the mindfulness in the news yeah, um, oh my God. man I'm the, glad we did the, yeah I, I am too and the, the news channels are also 
completely capitalizing on this, right? One news network is going to pander to the the conservatives and one news network is going to pander to the, the liberals and then bash the other. And when we see that on the news, like I've almost stopped watching the news because there's so yeah. much stuff that I know is just paid for. It's only on there because it's making money, right? And what drama. Yeah, drama makes if, money. If Fucking bleeds, drama makes money. Right. Sorry, John. If, if it bleeds, it leads, right? I think that's right. what you said right. on the last yep. episode. Yes, exactly. Um, and, and it may not be literal bleeding, but it might be let's make the other party, quote unquote, bleed. And then yeah. that's going to that's gonna get a lot of uh, views, right? So, man, money is, yes, driving the news, but it's also because it drives the news, it drives the politics. And so that's just one more reason we have to be that much more mindful about it, uh, because where is this direction coming from? Is it coming from your mind? Is it coming from your heart? Or is it coming from somebody else? Is it coming from the media? And they're driving your choices. Well, I think it's also, it's if, if, if our current leaders and the news can keep us in an emotional state. We are not of our rational mind. We talk about this all the time, mindfulness, right? right? Responsive versus reactive. And if therefore, if we're a reactive state of, and we're emotionally driven, what do we do? We get out of the executive function. We're not in our neocortex. We lack, we lack that cognitive flexibility, the cognitive inhibition, the working memory. I mean, just imagine if we were just to remind ourselves, John, of the early past of different things, maybe we wouldn't so easily be swayed into an opinion or back into the same opinion. If we just took a step back and looked at our history as a country, right. as an individual, in, in also in our neighborhoods and stuff like that. I mean, when, when we- you're emotionally reactive you are you are just like a savage you're just trying to survive you know um you're my you have a my, very myopic way of thinking of feeling if you've been hearing because the adrenaline the cortisol all the things that go on when we're in that fight flight or freeze survival mode and and the, it's seemingly sad to me that the news and now our political leaders like to keep us in that emotional state oh, because sure. that's how they manipulate us. Absolutely, 100%. And that's, again, divide and like conquer. Follow, follow the dollar, right? Like, right. Oh, go, go back to where that dollar is making a change and you will see yeah. most likely that there's some politics behind it. And if you're able to understand that, then you understand why you know, one network is one way and one network is the other. Um, yeah. and, and it's, it's, it's fear based, right? We've talked about the, Always. um, scarcity mindset versus the mindset of, of abundance. And we fear, or at least they want us to fear the other side because I don't know, they're, they're going to take away our guns or they're going to take away our right to, X, Y, or Z, you know, again, right. the, there's there's fear being driven by both sides and yeah. we need to understand why that is. Um, and that's all because we're seeing things as a threat. Like you said, the fight, flight, or freeze is kicking mm-hmm. in. The reactivity is taking over versus responding. And we've done episodes on that multiple times. Right. So let's let's work on being more mindful so that we can respond in politics rather than just reacting. Um, And and know, like, a lot of the time, something that resonated with me um, recently was I was at um, a conference and an LGBTQ uh, representative or LGBTQ plus uh, stood up on the stage and was talking about 
rights and freedoms and um, not judging other people and then got into a she got into a point where she said you got to be careful about who you hate because who you hate may be somebody that you love mm. and uh, man I, that that hit me hard in the chest yeah. I was like shit there are times when my political views haven't aligned with my families. There are times when my political views haven't aligned with my friends. And if I let my political views drive who I love and hate, that's gonna, that's gonna leave me pretty lonely. And I'm gonna yeah. end up hating some of my best friends, some of my family, and I do not wanna do that. And yeah. that's and a, you're gonna... a part of the having those civil conversations and understanding right. where, they're, where they're coming from, having that compassion and the civility. Right. So, man, it, politics, yes, I, I believe it's necessary, but it, it is, it can be so ugly um, if we look at it through the lens of I am right and you are wrong and there's nothing in between. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. And nobody, and it's like also, you know, I, I think, John, what I'm going to do is I'm like really excited to finish and continue my work with the Stanford course that I'm doing in Compassion. And next I'm going to do, I think I want to take a course in nonviolent communication. Oh, nice. I know I mentioned Marshall, Marshall Rosenberg on this show again. And he says in nobody wins in the game of who's right. Nobody wins. Absolutely. No, because it's like in a democracy, John, as a mature, as an adult, as citizens, uh, in a free society, in a republic, we need to talk. We need to compromise. We need to listen. And in, you know, the Buddha talks about the middle way. Only way we get to the middle way is through that listening. And and what really what works and what the expectation should be from every citizen every mature and hope I, I know I keep coming back to maturity and adulting because this is what's required <laughs> there's a win-win like you get a little piece I get a little piece it's not like you know like I want all the blocks like a child you know or like I, that's mine <laughs> give me that you know it's right. like, that, that doesn't work that just does not when when have, I ask just you know <laughs> rhetorically when have you seen that work like when like you're always going to have somebody that's angry or pissed off and that angry and that pissed offness and that frustration might bring out some revenge and therefore you're doing a little passive aggressive tit for tat like you know i'm sure some of you might remember like neighbors out there like if they you know infringed on your property or did something or whatever and they just get into this like messy passive aggressive bullshit instead of just knocking on their door and be like hey how can we make a compromise here like right. how can I be a better neighbor? You know, how can I do things a little bit differently so we're both comfortable? You know, and the, and things are both working for us. And that's like, that's that's democracy. That's what our forefathers, uh, as they wrote the Constitution, had in mind. And it's what's required today more than ever. And it's required all the time within a free society and something that we call democracy. Right, and um, well, one of my favorite songs when I was growing up um, uh, I, I'll, I will try not to sing it but I might get into it when I start <laughs> when I start reading the or start going through the lyrics it was uh, Diamond Rio it's a country song you may not get it well but uh, Diamond mm -hmm. Rio and the name of the song is Meet in the Middle and it's about yeah. you know a couple uh, who's getting into an argument and uh, and, the, and they live far away from one another and the, the song goes something like this it's um I'd start walking your way, you'd start walking mine. Um, we'd meet in the middle beneath that old Georgia pine. Um, let's see, I'm gonna screw this up. Oh, okay, we would gain a lot of ground because we both give a little 
ain't no road too long if we meet in the middle. Um, and that's what I believe is that we're, again, so often not willing to walk that distance, quote unquote, the metaphorical walk to meet mm-hmm. somebody in the middle. Because, again, we are right and they are wrong and they need to walk all the distance to us. Right. Now, nobody is going to walk all the distance, right? We have to meet in the middle. Nobody is going to come all the way onto the other side of the line. We have to meet in the middle. And, uh, you know, who, uh, McCain, John McCain, um, he was somewhat poo-pooed uh, upon for reaching across the aisle. And uh, I think that is something that we need to see more and more. Now, yeah. I, I also realize that you and I are two white men talking about this. Um, but I hope that everyone who is watching and listening can see that we are doing our best to understand what other others are feeling, right? And that, that term others, uh, I hate that term too, because we've talked about othering, right? Yeah, well, that's what, that's where we get to. We get to the point where we other one another and don't see one another as human beings. Well, I want you to know as our audience, Will and I see you all as human beings and we appreciate uh, your angles and views even those who are going to beat us up for having this show, like I know it's going to happen. People are going to be like, oh, well, and, and you know what? <laughs> I don't want to say fuck them. I want to say, hey, you I'll know say, what? I mean, like, you know, hey, it's like, I'm, I, I, John, we're coming, we're speaking our truth from a place yeah. of heart. And if you and if you can't agree with like that, we need to come together as people and compromise and actively listen and care for one another, then I, I don't know what country you're living in. Go live in China. Ooh. Go live somewhere else. That You know, I'm, you know, I'm just saying. Like, yeah, no, I, like, I, if, if you don't I like, like it. the freedom that we have in this country, then, then go live somewhere else that doesn't have those freedoms and you're going right. to miss this country. Dearly. Oh yeah. I mean, we've, we've talked about, uh, or you've seen people, Hey, like, um, if you don't like America, then go ahead and head out. If you think that America is wrong, then go ahead and leave. Um, but I also, uh, I, I, this might be one of the, the times you and I disagree with like, okay. uh, I, uh, I recently posted something about pronouns on my social oh, media yeah. and I got, beat up by it and I'm still getting beat up by it and now you know what that's everyone's right they can yes. they can yes uh, I I want to give people the benefit of the doubt and I want to give them my compassion and understanding for where they're coming from and right. uh, you know if they do beat us up for having this episode hey you know what more more power to you you live in a country that is free and you're able have to have that opinion and we and and we are also living in that same country and you and I can have that conversation right we are free to have this yeah. conversation and put it out there for others to watch yeah. or listen to um, well, and that's what I love about this country is that we are we're free we're, we are free we, instead of how about othering or other other citizens how about like fellow citizens <laughs> you know oh, we're all perfect. citizens yes, of this republic you know we're fellow citizens and i think what what like we talked about respect a little bit we talked about calm i think like, let's talk let's dive a little bit into compromise that win-win how do we get to that win-win and one thing that i'm that we brought up on the show we've actually had ryan uh shattuck on the show talking about active listening or high quality right. listening you know and that's what's required I'm just, let's just break down the elements just so people remember because you can practice listening and high quality listening and active listening every single day when all the different interactions you have with so many different people if you just stop and listen 
put down, you know, um, the barriers that you construct around other people or just because like they might wear a different color, they might have a different color skin, they might be driving some sort of truck or, you know, or whatever, or wearing something that seems a little bit out of whatever judgmental from you. Um, we, we can, what if you just stop, get calm and just remember listening is not waiting to speak, being judgmental, reactive, playing the game is who's right and trying to fix or solve problems or negotiate. Like that's not active listening. Uh, active listening is right. Leaning in, being genuinely curious, listening to their words, not yours, not waiting to hear things like listening to their words, being empath, empathetic, listening so deeply. I love this quote, listening so deeply that you disappear. This builds trust connection, accesses our common humanity and is a form of compassion. So it's like, that's, you know, other tools. I'll just go keep going. Active yeah. tools, being, being, being silent, let others do the talking, you know, maintaining eye contact is a great way to let people know that you're listening. And it's also listening. 75% of compassion, John is just listening. Um, open body posture, since don't cross your arms. Like if you have ever, you know, I, I'm not, I, this really became very clear to me. Look at John. Like, I don't want to fucking talk to you. Like, look at that face. You know what I mean? Look at your, your shoulders are hunched and stuff. You know what I mean? Almost got like hair on your back, like a cat, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> right. So it's like, you know, so, but if you have an open body and I learned this, like here in the city doing some like adult education programs, like you, you cl- literally close off your body, you close off your energy. You have like a stance, like you're a kind of like a, a wall or a fortress instead of somebody that's open, accepting and receiving, you know, being curious is super important for an active as a tool of active listening, you know, seeking to understand not to be understood. I'll say that again, seeking to understand not to be understood. And there is uh, freedom in controlling our reactions, you know, um, and it's your job not to solve the problem or fix it. It is to be present. Active listening is an exercise and connection not perfection that's a good one um and uh questions that oh here's this is a good one john uh questions to ask that are going to foster active listening and deeper under and create deeper understanding and engagement are instead of like oh i you know going to the right or to the left and you know bashing one side or the other what if you lean in keep that contact that open body right um maintain that curiosity with asking questions like or, or making statements like what uh what i heard you say was and maybe repeat you know to kind of stay in that conversation and let the other person know that you're with them and jiving with that particular line of uh, conversation um or maybe even something like asking a question did i get that right or something you could say tell me more about that you know, I'm at, I, I, and last one I have here is, uh, what do you mean by that? And I've implored some of these questions, John, because um, I'm very curious, and that's the key to this active listening, of where people are getting these opinions from. What kind of narrative are they following? Where is that? Where have? Where, how has that narrative been influenced? And what is influencing that narrative? What kind of facts and truth, or is there a basis of fact or truth based on what that other person is talking about? So, but if I don't listen to them and listen to their stories or listen to their complaint or listen to their frustration, then how am I going to know where they're coming from? Right. And how am I going to be able to see them for, for like basically the unmet need that they're expressing as they're talking in that particular way? So, yeah, the, I don't know. you know, that, and, and I think taking it one step further uh, yeah hearing it but then really 
feeling what it is they're yes. saying, right? Having yes. that compassion or the empathy piece um, it, in truly understanding, again, why they're coming from, where they're coming from, why it is they're saying what it is they're saying, um, not just not just even hearing it, but feeling it, right? Taking it one step further. Right. Um, and understanding that we are all human beings and we, we have our own battles, we have our own struggles. There are gonna be mm-hmm. certain rules and laws that are going to be in our favor. And if they're in our favor, then most likely we're gonna be like, you know what, I like that law. But yep. understand that there's somebody on the other side of that law that is not in their favor. It's against them. Mm-hmm. And understanding that, understanding that struggle, that we're all gonna suffer, right? In, in some yeah. way, that, that compassion. Now I wanna, uh, you put this in the notes and I'll, I'll, let, yeah. you, I'll let you ask it because I'm curious uh, for the audience mm-hmm. about the, someone driving down the desolate road uh, with a, mm. and they come across someone with a flat tire. So I'll turn it over to you because I love this yeah. question and I'm really curious for our audience who are tuning in live, please comment right here on social media. And I want to know how you feel if if uh, if this particular situation that Will is going to present actually happened. Go ahead. I, I was going to put this at, I, I should have put this at the top as well. But uh, so the question is, if you are walk, if you're driving down a desolate road and you see somebody on the side of the road with a um, with a busted tire um, and they have a, you know, the opposite party affiliation. So they have a Trump sticker on their car, a Biden sticker on the car, and you are on the other side or on the other side, right? Which we're trying to eradicate that kind of not othering. Yeah. <laughs> you see a fellow citizen on the side of the road, John, that that is a, a opposite of the ideology that you have that's promoting that person with a sticker on their car. Do you stop and help them? Or, you know, if somebody uh, has a house and the house is on fire and they have a giant like Biden or Trump flag on the front yard and, and you do not uh, align with that ideology, do you call 911? Do you go over there and help to rescue people out of that house? Like, right. what's what's the what's the answer? Yeah. And I, I would certainly hope that the answer is is yes. Uh, you know, for for our audience who's listening, I hope that the answer would always be yes in that you're willing to help out. Yes. Uh, again, a fellow citizen, but not even just a fellow citizen, a fellow human being yeah. who is in trouble, right? They've got the tire busted on the side of the road or their house is burning or whatever the case may be. Um, I, I would hope that you would you would see them as that fellow human being. Now, right. carry right. that away from a crisis situation and yeah. you're, I don't know, in, in uh, you're in a dinner and you guys are having a conversation and somehow it comes out that this fellow human being, fellow citizen voted for the other party. How are you going to react? Um, Quite often that can be um, less than positive, the reaction. Um, I know in in my family's household, when when I say my family, I mean my parents, my sisters, and my younger brother, whenever we all get together, one of the things that's off the table to discuss is politics because of how inflammatory it can be. But what if we put it back on the table and we had the conversations, like you mentioned, actively listening, showing empathy, showing compassion. Mm -hmm. And I know now we're kind of starting to beat a dead horse. I think the key to having mindfulness in politics is being compassionate, being civil, being mature uh, that that you talked about before. 
remaining yes. calm. Yeah, <laughs> remaining remaining calm. Yeah, and yeah. and realizing that your limbic system is mm. is starting to take over quite often, and you've got to get control back. Um, so, um, yeah. let's talk about you know the demographics of our show and and what that oh, yeah. looks like. Uh, I love I love that you put this in the notes, and I got to be honest with everyone. I'm not feeling great. <laughs> Actually, a complete transparency is I feel like warmed over dog shit. <laughs> but, but, you look like warmed over dog shit, John. I'm just thanks, saying that's kidding. Thank, thank you. Thanks, <laughs> man. Kidding. So compassionate. I love I can I know. Feel I'm, I'm being honest, John. Honesty is compassion. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Well, anyway, uh, and Will did a fantastic job compiling notes and doing research for this episode. Okay. So uh, he's picking up my slack. So uh, I love you, brother, and, and I appreciate what you love what you're doing for this show so let's let's talk about the demographics and how that ties into being a mature adult yeah yeah well i mean let me just a little history john sends me a message like at nine he sends me his whoop statistics for the, <laughs> for the evening he was he was in red i think it was like 20 yes, percent recovery or something like bad. that like bad and i slept i did a lot of rest yesterday i was at like 90 percent i'm like we got this john <laughs> john's at 20 percent. i'm at 90 percent on the whoop if you know what that is uh well, let's go um yeah, so I have here, last I checked, John, our podcast demographics are mostly men ages like 35 to 55. So according to Wikipedia, um, this, uh, 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 what am I saying here? Uh, according to Wikipedia, uh, you know. You this identity, yeah, so yeah. Yeah, that 35 yeah. to 55 year old, that's, yeah. that's an adult. According to Wikipedia, right? right? And I would hope yeah. that according to everyone else in society that age, at least the majority of that age, we're adults, right? We can we can drink, we can go out and buy weapons, we can go out and buy cars. Uh, at that point, your insurance is lower, you can buy a home. I would consider anyone between 35 and 55 a fully oh. grown, what is yeah, it, a grown-ass man, right? Grown-ass man and grown-ass grown women, <laughs> grown-ass whatever binary person you are out there, whatever's going on. But you're a mature adult. And you know. And then I went into, I thought it was actually John, I, then I went to chat GPT, and I said to chat GPT, and it missed, it read what I was saying, because I like to, instead of type into it, I just fucking like audio text or whatever, yeah. text, uh, audio to text. And uh, I, it put defining immature adult, right? So let's go start there, and then, then we'll have a defining what a mature adult is, right? So defining right. an immature adult, right? And, and just think, what, as I read this, like, Sadly, this is a lot of our political climate right now. Right. Um, and this is what the definition of immature adult is. An immature adult is someone who exhibits behavior that is characteristic of a person who is not fully developed emotionally or socially. This can manifest in various ways, such as the inability to take responsibility for one's action, a lack of self-control, impulsivity, or a tendency uh, to prioritize short-term gratification for long-term goals. Immature adults may struggle with empathy, have difficulty handing, uh, handling conflicts and criticism, and may be prone to irrational or emotionally driven decision making. <laughs> <laughs> that to me sounds like today's <laughs> politics, right? Oh my goodness. So, yeah. well, it sounds like some of our political leaders. Yeah. Actually, yeah. John, right? right. I mean, and, I think uh, we, we, the other side of that, right, is I think what we've been discussing yeah. today. And You want to read the, that? Or yeah, I'll read that. Yeah. So, 
the mature adult definition is a mature adult is someone who demonstrates emotional, social, and intellectual growth. They possess a range of qualities that reflect their development and ability to navigate life's challenges with wisdom and grace. Mature adults tend to have a strong sense of self-awareness, understanding their strengths and weaknesses. They take responsibility for their actions and choices, showing accountability and owning up for their mistakes. They have developed what? Empathy. Empathy. And they show consideration for others, able to understand different perspectives. <laughs> right, I think we're kind of being immature now in the, in the how. No, I am. This. I'm sorry, I'm making fun of it. God, yeah. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> so they have developed empathy and show consideration for others, able to understand different perspectives and engage in productive and respectful communication. Mature adults tend to have good impulse control, make meaningful and thoughtful decisions, and prioritize long-term goals over immediate gratification. They are adaptable, resilient, and capable of handling stress and adversity with composure. Overall, a mature adult embodies qualities that contribute to personal growth, meaningful relationships, and positive contributions, contributions to society. To society. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. ChatGPT, man, that nailed it right there. That, that definition of the immature adult definitely seems like uh, what we're seeing in the political arena these days. And yeah. it also seems very much like my, my four-year-old boy. Um, <laughs> and, and I mean, he's, he's got very, he struggles with empathy. He struggles with any type of self-control. He's got impulsivity. Mm-hmm. And I look, mm-hmm. uh, you know, on Fox News or I look on CNN and I'm seeing the same thing displayed on these networks. So by, by oh adults, by, by people adults, that, that, by, by the by demographic, adults. right? By, by according to Wikipedia, right? yeah. <laughs> men at age or people of age 20 something to whatever 80, they should be adults. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, it's, uh, we, I, I, yeah, I, I'm, it's tough right now, John, like, cause I like to think of myself as, I mean, I, no, I am an adult. Like I really, I try to really continually live through what it means to be a mature adult, like to really listen. Like, and I'm, that's what I'm aspiring to, to be a better adult all the time. And really for me, adulting is, is, is from a mindfulness perspective and just as a person perspective is really controlling the impulsivity, not letting our emotions get to control of us. And that's why meditation, that's why oh, these practices yeah. of mindfulness, that's why breath work is so important. So we can remain calm, stay grounded and be in that executive function. So we can really listen and, you know, synthesize all the different things that are happening uh, at any, at any given time. Um, so. Yeah, man, I, I love it. I love that you included that in there. And, you know, don't get me wrong. I, I like to um, I like to have some fun, and oh, there's yeah. there's times when I do act a little immature. But when my actions are going to affect an entire country uh, of my mm. fellow citizens, I would hope that I am putting on my mature hat at that point, and yeah. and acting as though my vote counts, my mm. actions, the way of acting towards others counts, and that. When my children see me, they see, you know what, that my father is an adult. They don't look at me as a child and somebody who is adding even further divisiveness to this country. I I want to listen to other people's stances. I want to appreciate who they are as human beings and understand that they have their own personal struggles and reasons Mm. for seeing the world that they, the way that they do. Um, So, yeah, man. Um, And then, uh, 
you know, the trust piece. Let's t- let's mm. talk about that. I know I know you've got that in the notes as well. So let's let's cover that. Yeah. Well, I, I think this is kind of comes back to like, how do we get back to a place of trust? Like, how do we begin to trust the political environment, trust, you know, the institution, trust our leadership? Um, and I think one way that we get lost, John, in this political current, the emotional environment, the othering, the, you know, um, us versus them whole mentality, you know, so much of that is driven by, sadly, the rhetoric, rhetoric of our leader, of our leaders in this country right now, um, but also uh, the news. But if you really think about it, like the news, and if we were always focusing on the federal government, like... It, uh, that just seems so much further out of reach. What if we begin to develop trust in our community here and now? Like the, the, the community that we're in and get involved in the, the, the local um, democracy and the mm. republic that is forming around us all the time. Not, not, I, I'm also don't want to use the word politics. It's like, um, it's like how do we get together and understand and compromise and work together for the needs of our community the, like the real needs, not the needs to make, you know, of, of a selected few that want to just fucking use other people to make more money. It's not the point. Like, how do we take care of our needs as a community in our immediate community? And I know if if we are mature and we are listening then and, and calm, then we can develop that trust. It doesn't have to be ever like this us versus them um right. you know it, it, we're kind of we're, we're i i would also like to see john in the next few years and i think this might be happening this way or this way is getting into a third party which is fantastic because that is going to drive a different conversation yeah. and that's going to create different awareness and it's going to require it's going to require new compromises new ways of thinking new ways of being together as a society instead of it just being um you know so blue. yeah red or blue or polarized i mean polarizing one but like finding that middle um, right. really, you know, asking better questions based on the needs that that we that are required or the needs that are coming from our society and who we are as people. Amen. Yeah. Amen. And um, I want to know again from from our audience, you know, what what do you think is causing so much divisiveness? What do you mm. think is a way that we can change that and meet in the middle or at least find some type of compromise? It might not be the exact middle, but finding a compromise. And I'm sure that's different on all the different issues. I know it is. But what can we do yeah. as a culture, as a society to reach that level where we are more human and more American than we are democratic or rather Democrat or Republican. Um, yeah. So, yeah, let us know what your thoughts are, whether it's in the comments yeah. here on the on the show um, or sending us an email or commenting on social media. We'd love to hear from you. So uh, yeah. what else we got, man? What else do we have? Uh, I think, you know, why don't we just like go back to a little more founding father wisdom? Okay. You know, also to reflect back on what you had said earlier about being informed, yeah. right, and, and getting informed. I mean, Thomas Jefferson, I didn't realize that he was a big proponent of, uh, of a national library system, right, because he goes on to say the cornerstone of democracy rests on the foundation of an educated electorate. Boom, right? He also says later on, whenever the people are well informed, they can be 
they can be trusted with their own government. And again, it's our government. Like, I think also people are forgetting that uh, we, the people, we have a voice. We 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 have our voice and exercise our voice by voting. And another way that we also exercise our vote is with our dollars. So if you don't like something, then do not be putting the energy of your currency, the money that you're making, into the pockets of others that are not providing a. A safer society, a healthy society, a society that's connected, a society that that cares about itself. Like, you know, I mean, even the food, John. It's like we can we can vote with our dollars, you know, to eliminate some of the. I know it's another topic, but the food, like, that's just an example. Like, you know, if you stop buying shit processed food, you know, they're going to have to change. You know, so that's another way of, of, of being mindful of your politics is not just how you're showing up at the, you know, the, the voting booth on election day, but how you're voting with your money mm. on every single day. Right. I mean, where you put that money, it's just gonna, you're propping up. You know, what are you propping up with your money? And if and if you don't believe in in uh, if you want a healthier society and want a more commerces, calm society, then you should put your money behind things that create that in our society. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, I don't anything. No, I, I uh, love that. I mean, there's there's so much again coming back to what money drives. Follow the dollar and yeah. uh, follow every single dollar that you that you spend and see how it's affecting the political climate. I mean, from the from the food you eat to the um, and again, I'm not going to get too political here. Uh, yeah. The pharmaceuticals. Uh, I'm not going to get too political about politics, but you, you know what I'm saying. Uh, fuck, yeah, man. you yeah. gotta, you gotta, tr- you gotta find where the where the dollar is going, and uh, yeah. understand understand the effect that every dollar that you spend has on the greater political climate of of the country. Um, so uh, I'm glad yeah. you brought that up. I think, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> think about the importance of 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 propping up and living for and standing by, you know, the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. Like, you know, I, I uh, based on what we just experienced coming through the COVID lockdowns and stuff, John, it's like any any political entity that is going to take away my free speech, which is in the first, first, amend, first amendment of our Constitution. Like, I, I'm sorry, you are not my flavor. <laughs> like, even to think about that as, as somebody that's running in a republic is just, is just awful. Here's some stuff from James Madison, I thought, who actually is the author of the U.S. Constitution, right? He, gets, he can get a little, not dark, but like he definitely wants us to, he very f- fervently can let us know Uh, lets us know in some of these quotes of of where our nation can go if we don't wake up and be more mindful if our nation is ever taken over it will be taken from will be taken over from within that's james madison go ahead john you hide what yeah yeah i was just uh you know crisis is the rallying cry of the tyrants and uh, the people shall not be deprived or abridged of their right to speak which you were just talking about or to publish their sentiments and the freedom of the press as one of the great bulwarks of liberty shall be inviolable um and that's uh i think that's great i mean we would not be doing this show if it weren't for that right we would not be doing the show we uh we wouldn't even have the freedom to record it never mind publish it right Um, so these are these are fantastic uh Mm -hmm. and and it's nice to know that we live in a society where where we have those freedoms um but yeah also coming back to if our nation is ever taken over, it's going to be taken over from within. Um, mm. We are, for all intents and purposes, right now, 
we are the one superpower in the in the world and yes, what free superpower we're a free one, country yeah yeah uh, and there are definitely uh what what we called in the military near peer threats you know up and coming mm. potential superpowers that are there but i think our our greatest threat these days lies within um yeah. and what we're experiencing it, right now a lot yeah. of it could be changed mm. with mindfulness uh, yeah. and, and I know that sounds grandiose, uh, but it's absolutely true. When you start to practice mindfulness, you start to see others, right, mm-hmm. as fellows. fellow citizens. Right? You start <laughs> to see those good. others as fellows, and you start to understand where they're coming from and maybe appreciate their views. Um, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, that's that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> stop, stop, drop, and listen. Maybe that's it, right? Stop, <laughs> drop all the bullshit, and listen actively. I love that. You know? open mind open heart right take a breath be calm be respectful listen with an open body lean in make eye contact ask good questions so you can further the conversation really get to the the need that this person has you know with the society that they're in like there's we have we have a huge opportunity john i'm really glad we did this episode today because like this is what we need to this is what this is because of free speech like you said we can have this conversation so hopefully people that are listening and we love you guys for listening and thank you for being part of our show and like and we and we haven't said anything today that's gonna I don't, you know, that's going to piss anybody off. And I shouldn't say, fuck them. Like, that's not very compassionate, me being a soon to be an ambassador love, of compassion. I love that you were just you talking about I mean? compassion. You're like, fuck them. Fuck them. <laughs> I, mean, I can't save everyone, John. You know, I'm sorry, right? I mean, that's not that's not listening very well, is it, John? Uh, I know, right? See how quickly you can go the other way. And quickly, also, I can get emotional. It's like, oh, my God, if they don't believe what I'm doing, then they got to get it. You know, they're eradicated. So it's it could be a very thin veil sometimes. Times is we vacillate often between like the emotional and reactivity and uh, if you're feeling this is where mindfulness comes in if you're feeling like you're getting very reactive and get stirred emotionally by some sort of political conversation right or, or something that's going on in politics or in the news what if you just take a breath right stop right stop stop take a breath observe like when you say observe zoom out like really get into that higher perspective understand hopefully some of the things we talked about today about living in a free country and what it takes to live in a free country right and then proceed right with a calm mind and open heart and know that you're a fellow citizen and there's other people that have needs out there and uh there's a win-win for everybody but it might take a little bit of time to get there and it's not going to be like an express you know happy meal that you can get in like one or two minutes like it takes time um to work for a result that works for everybody time and effort Um, Time and lots of effort, lots of, and and over, yeah, time, like could be lots of time, could be lots of different efforts on lots of different days to do this. But as long as you, you maintain that maturity and that calm and that adulting, like we can, we have, we were in this great country, John. I just don't want to see it go away. Right. Don't want to see this go away. And, and, and it just feels like it's slipping through our fingers because we're not using all hands on deck in order at the community level and at the bigger levels to really listen and to really be a part of something fantastic and, and you know, listening to and being, <laughs> being an adult. But anyway, um, great all stuff, right. John. Yeah, back at you, brother. Well, thank hey, you. for our audience, you know, thank you for joining us today. And we sincerely appreciate you, but we also yeah. sincerely appreciate you tuning in. And yeah. if you got something out of this episode, please share it with your friends, your family, mm-hmm. your colleagues, whoever you feel 
could benefit. And then please give us a review and subscribe mm. to the podcast wherever you can subscribe. That's on YouTube. That's on Spotify. It's wherever you can subscribe. Subscribe. And uh, we would love to, to have you and your voice on the show again. There over to the side, oh, yeah. you can see text MTM to 33777. If you have any questions, please shoot us those questions via voice memo. Text MTM to 33777. I'm going to turn it over to Will to wrap it up All with right. that closing practice. And over to you, brother. Great. All right. Nice closing. Oh, and our merch store as well. Anyway, you know, yeah. <laughs> shameless plugging everywhere. <laughs> oh, and also, hey, if you want to drop in, you want to get more mindful, every single Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, I have a breath of meditation class, only 30 minutes, no experience required. Just show up. It's free or donation based. Um, you know, we'll put in the show notes or it's out there. Or just go to, you can find me at willnotfear.com and you can find that class. So, um, or hit me up on Instagram. You can find it there as well. And that's a great way to understand and get more mindful, get relaxed, get calm. And let's just take a moment to get calm, get relaxed right now by just taking a couple breaths. Exhale all the way out. Big, 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 big filling breath in. Hold it. Take one more little sniff of air through the nose. And exhale out the mouth. Let it go. Let it go. Empty all the way out. Melting the body as you exhale. And two more. In. Second inhale. And let it out. One more. In. Second inhale, hold it for three, two, one, exhale out. Just take a moment to listen to your beating heart, just for a moment. I mean, just put your hand over your heart and great. Thank yourself for listening today and thank you for sharing this with your people out there. John, thank you for a very dynamic episode. Hey, I guess if you're talking about freedom and democracy, what does Jefferson say? It's like a dynamic democracy, right? So I guess we got to talk about it dynamically. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, dynamic democracy. It, it, it informs citizenry is at the heart of a dynamic democracy. You Love go. you all out there. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you. John, all. always a pleasure, my brother. Back at you, brother. Until next time, everyone. Peace. Peace. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you walk away with some new tools and insights to guide you on your life journey. New episodes are being published every week, so please join us again for some meaningful discussion. For more information, please check out mentalkingmindfulness.com.